Hello, Conspirituality Podcast listeners. Welcome to a sample of a Patreon bonus episode. We release these every week for our subscribers. They're usually solo essays from our team. It costs $5 a month for access, and the support helps to keep us ad-free and editorially independent. You can sign up at patreon.com backslash conspirituality. Thank you. This part may be for another podcast and ent- entirely, and maybe I'm reading too far into the parallels or citing synchronicity when in fact things are merely coincidental and circumstantial. But not too long after high school, I found myself working in various strip clubs across the Southwest and California area. After 10 years off and on spent working in strip clubs and now learning more about cult structures and influential power dynamics, I gotta say there really is something to examine there. Yeah. I didn't dance because I didn't because I needed the money, although that part didn't hurt. But there was a sense of familiarity within the organization of leadership between club and cult, BMCM, that felt similarly navigable and dangerous. You know, when I read, uh, I don't know if this is for another podcast or another topic, I thought, I thought, I no, I don't think so. Um, Thank you. There's a lot here, and 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 I get I get why you wonder where whether it fits because I think just the nature of a life is can be meandering, and we we look back and we go, well, how did I wind up there? Yeah. And does that really does that really connect? But I see, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, a thread right back to the at once sexualized but also repressed claustrophobia of Eshwaran's group that you might have found yourself rebelling against in some way mm. and, and maybe even finding some power in, mm. in that. Is that fair? Uh, absolutely. I, I wanted to find the furthest, most opposite thing from, from the, from the ashram. And, and that right. was the club and that felt powerful. I, and, and there were points when I would, I was working in the clubs, like in Vegas and everywhere. And I would drive back past, you know, go home, visit my family and drive past the ashram and be like, look at me now. Assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really, know? really claiming a sense of self, a sense of sexual autonomy, a sense of mm-hmm. a sense that I can be transgressive and through that actually you know, feel more of a sense of, of self-worth or power. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. say that you didn't need the money, uh, did you have some other source of source of income? Yeah. My parents, my parents always supported me mm-hmm. financially. Um, you know, to a certain extent, you know, this was at a time, this was when, you know, on TV and in and, and the news, we were seeing Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. And I, I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I wanted that so bad. And that, that my parents, couldn't nor wouldn't provide for. Um, but you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't dancing to feed, you know, to feed myself or Mm -hmm. feed kids or anything like that. A lot of, you know, my colleagues were. And, um, so that was also really confusing. Like I'm choosing this. Mm -hmm. Why am I choosing this? Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting that you say it was similarly navigable and dangerous. So it's not just this would be frowned upon. It's that this actually is at the heart of what was toxic about the cult. And I'm finding another way to maybe express that or reimagine that. Yeah, it, it's they mirror each other. Mm-hmm. The the inner circles and the hierarchies of cult and strip club uh, are, are almost exact parallels. And in con- 
incongruence with the, the, the physical betrayal, the sexual betrayal of, of yourself, which is rewarded in the strip club. Mm-hmm. The, the, the more you do, you know, the, the farther you push yourself, the, the more work you get, the more praise you get. Um, and, you know, the tighter, uh, the tighter within the inner circle you, you become. Mm-hmm. 